Hello and welcome to chapter 31 of the 10-Minute Leadership Podcast. I'm Dr. Oren Hertz. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying your summer. It is definitely hot outside, especially in South Florida. This is the time of year where one shower day is probably not enough. (laughs) It is that hot and humid down here. I hope you are enjoying yourselves. Let's get into chapter 31, the leader as a teacher. And you may have heard me say that before in episodes 13 and 14, which was leadership and kindness. I said what I'm about to say before, and I'll say it again because I say it often. And this is born from research. Are you ready for this? Are you sitting down? First, uh, before I say what I want to say, I would like to remind you what I do for a living. I'm a teacher. I'm a university professor. But I say the following. You cannot teach anyone anything. I'll repeat that. You cannot teach anyone anything. But what you can do is lead them to knowledge. Let that sink in for a minute. What do I mean by that? You can throw information at people all you want. They will receive it only at their free will, only if they want to. So how do we meet people at their free will? And what does this mean? A lot of it goes back to Simon Sinek's Start With Why, which we talked about oftentimes in different episodes. If you explain yourself properly, and give the reason behind the information you're sharing with the person in front of you, they will most likely listen, or or better chances they will listen to you, and actually receive and process the information you're giving to them. Let me give you a specific example. I worked with a maintenance person in the past. He reported to me. His name is Noel. Lovely person. In the operation I worked uh, for, we had ceiling tiles, which most operations have it, and it was a fine dining facility. So I had two ways to ask Noel to change the ceiling tiles. Option number one, the most common option is, because I am Noel's supervisor, is tell Noel, change the ceiling tiles. This is information. He will do the task. But will he understand why I asked to do this? Now, he's going to do this because he's going to perform the task. Not necessarily out of free will, but because I said so and I'm the boss. This is not the healthiest route. Let me give you a healthier route. Here's what I did. I sat down with Noel at a certain table in the dining room. And I kind of checked in with him. How's life? How's it going? How's everything? And we had a little chat. And I said, Noel, let's look around together. Let's look at the dining room together. And tell me from a facility standpoint, what do you see? How's the carpet? How are the walls? Are there smudges on the windows? Uh, Is there dirt on the floor? How's the ceiling? (laughs) You see where this is going? And 
Noel all of a sudden pointed out to the ceiling and said, look, around the return vent, there's quite a bit of dirt from the air conditioning. Like, ah, brilliant. This is exactly what I wanted to achieve. I didn't even have to tell Noel at this point. He's like, oh, and, um, and uh, later on today, I'm going to change all the ceiling tiles around the return vents or any ceiling tile that is dirty. He, he did it himself. I didn't even have to ask. Do you see the difference? Now, this obviously takes more time and effort. The easier route would be change the ceiling tiles. That's it. But you're missing out on a teachable moment and you're not meeting the other person, in this case, Noel, at their free will. And since then, by the way, I never had to look up because Noel remembered the lesson very well and it was a good lesson and he just replaced ceiling tiles whenever they got dirty. That's one less thing in the future I had to worry about. Why? Because I transferred the knowledge to the person that should have the knowledge of observing the ceiling tiles and replacing them. It's not about me. It's about teaching other people and meeting them when they're ready to receive information. Here's another uh, point of this. When you talk to people, you have got to, and, and you want to transfer knowledge, which is what teaching is, you've got to create a comfortable environment for this. It's got to be stress-free. You've got to be aware of the surrounding, and you've got to be aware of where the people are. This is why, and I'm, going, I'm reverting back to teaching for a minute, uh, if some of my students are listening to this and, and they can testify that I never in my 13 going on 14th year of teaching have given a pop quiz. And here's why. They're absolutely ineffective. And you can translate this to anything else that you do in leadership. Because what happens in the brain when you literally attack the brain by saying pop quiz. When I say the word pop quiz, how are you feeling inside? I don't think anyone is going to email me and say, oh my God, we love when you said pop quiz because it made us feel good. No, it's stressful. Pop quiz meaning, hey, you weren't prepared for this. I'm going to surprise you with some sort of uh, examination of knowledge. Nothing good comes out of it. The brain starts shutting down non-essential systems from stress. The body is flooded with cortisol. When all this is happening physically to us, learning cannot happen. It can't. Knowledge will not be re received. Therefore, if you're a teacher or a professor, or you have influence over teachers and professors, uh, or anyone in the educational system, let them know to drop this terrible idea of pop quizzes. Nothing good comes out of it. Really think about it. If we want to teach our followership, which is a part of our job, not just lead by example, this should come without saying, but teaching them new things, then it's got to be a very comfortable, loving, and, in, and inviting environment for teaching and learning to happen. Otherwise, it simply won't happen. And all you're going to do is talk, deliver information you think is delivered, and it won't be received. The brain shuts down, at least for knowledge, because the brain is busy doing other things if the environment is tainted. If you approach a conversation with your followership and you are aggressive in your tone or uh, accusing people, 
or unkind or you seem pissed off or angry, this is what people are going to focus on. They're not going to focus on the information you're going to share, regardless of how bad the news might be. You have got to create a comfortable environment for the people working for you and with you in order to deliver information where it, it will be a teachable moment and there is going to be a transfer of knowledge. Parents, same goes with kids. And, and I'm not going to tell you how to parent, of course, but I'm just giving you tips. Right? And the tip is, is to create a comfortable environment to have a con- an important conversation with your kid that you want him to learn from it. But uh, threats and all kinds of uh, anything that might shut down the brain uh, from receiving knowledge will just not be helpful. Let it sink in a little bit. It's a lot. But it, it's coming from someone who had researched teaching and learning and how the brain works for years. And that person is me. <laughs> Before I leave you for, the, for this episode, I would like to dedicate this episode to one of my best teachers. Her name is Bella, and she is my 12-year-old Labrador Retriever. Uh, at the time of this recording, Bella will have 48 hours left on this earth. She fought a really good fight uh, and to, um, with, battled, I should say, with cancer, and cancer won. So in two days, Bella is leaving us, unfortunately. And I would like to dedicate this episode to my Bella for being one of my best teachers. Thank you for tuning in, and I'm looking forward to our next episode next week. Take care, everyone.